0: What's up, everybody? This is MavBytes. I'm your host, Oscar Vasquez. This is the show where we highlight people, projects, local business based out of Piersol and surrounding areas. Today, we have our guest, Dr. Eduardo Sanchez. Very happy to have him. He is um, a member of the community of Piersol, and he's here to talk to us about some of his projects and things that he's done. Very excited to have you here, sir.
1: Likewise. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Okay.
0: Um, so tell us about yourself. Who is Dr. Eduardo Sanchez?
1: So I'm originally from San Antonio. Uh, my, my parents were both from Mexico, uh, but I was born and raised in San Antonio. Uh, after uh, high school in San Antonio, I joined the military. Uh, so I spent uh, three years active duty living overseas in Germany. Uh, after that I, re- I went back to school, received a full scholarship, uh, for my bachelor's masters and PhD. So I went back to school uh, as a nurse. So I'm a nurse practitioner. Uh, so I've been working for the past twenty five years as a as a pediatric nurse practitioner in a practice there in San Antonio that I founded about twenty years ago.
0: okay. Very cool. So you do you're a doctor, you're a pediatrician, um, and How did it come to be that you chose to be a pediatrician?
1: Sure, sure. I'm actually a a nurse practitioner in pediatrics. A nurse practitioner. I am. No problem, no problem. So I I received, uh, my scholarship was as a emergency room nurse. Uh, So I did that for four years and soon realized I wanted to go back to school to become a nurse practitioner. Uh, During my schooling, same thing, you know, you do rotations in all different specialties and uh, I just fell in love with pediatrics. You know, we did women's health, we did geriatrics, we did family health, but uh, pediatrics was where where my heart was. I had worked with adults for many years in emergency medicine. It was a nice change and something I truly enjoyed. Again, you know, helping the community, helping children.
0: Very cool. So as a nurse practitioner, um, you get to carry that title of doctor.
1: Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, those of us who receive a doctorate degree okay. uh, do you get to carry the, the title of doctor? Uh, not MD, uh, but we do have a doctorate level degree. So.
0: I see. OK. Um, you also have a book published. I do. I thought it was pretty neat to mention it. And oh, can you, you tell us the title of the book and thank how you, that came Thank you?
1: you. Uh, it's called Ask Dr. Ed. Uh, and it's a book to help uh, new and experienced parents uh, throughout the first year. Uh, I was approached by a publisher uh, regarding writing a book, uh, f- you know, for my community, uh, for my patients. Uh, but it's pretty universal for any parent uh, wanting some help on, on raising a baby. Uh, so it was a fun endeavor. I finished it about two years ago, uh, just to help new parents. We get a lot of questions when we are seeing new parent again, whether they have other kids or not, there's, there's always a lot of questions and sometimes hesitation. So wanted to ease some of their fears and concerns.
0: Very cool. Um, and so do you live here in Pearsall?
1: I do. I do. So we relocated here to Pearsall, uh, this past December. Uh, we had a home in San Antonio that we sold. Uh, all our families here I'm engaged to uh, Sylvia Valle who's here from from Pearsall okay. and we have a, a two-year-old son so I wanted him to grow up in you know and be close to family I have family in San Antonio as well um, but we wanted to be here in Pearsall where Sylvia's family was as well uh, so we came back here to Pearsall bought a home here about a year ago but made the move in uh, December
0: oh, okay cool Um, You recently obtained real estate in downtown Pearsall. Can you share with us the history of the building and the thought process behind the purchase?
1: Sure, sure. So we were, um, when we were thinking about moving back here about a year and a half, two years ago, we were looking for, uh, I was looking for some investment property. It's something I've done besides my pediatric practice. I've been working on commercial real estate for about 20 years as well, 15, 20 years. And uh, just happened to be driving by and saw that, uh, Uh, That building, the little hotel building, it looked like it had been condemned. There was yellow tape around it, and I thought, you know, let me see what I can do with that. So I started looking into that building, found uh, who the owners were. Uh, It was lender-owned, and uh, uh, made an offer. About six, eight months of negotiations, and we were able to to acquire that building.
0: Wow, okay. Uh, Yeah. That's pretty neat. Um, I would see it, and I... I don't know anything about it what what is what is that building what's the like what has it been used for in the past
1: so the history of that building it was a hotel so it had a 25 unit hotel upstairs and the bottom was all retail Uh, i believe it was a firestone for many years Uh, thereafter it had just been various things there's a, a haircutting place there was a shaved ice place a boutique was in there as well i think there's some other offices so it, it has run its course as, as many many retail uh businesses over the past few years but the hotel had been closed for probably 20 25 years so that was unoccupied upstairs
0: and what type of shape was the building in
1: it was in uh, it was in pretty rough shape that building
0: uh, i think by the time now that you got into it, it wasn't being used anymore? or uh, was it, wasn't it, it?
1: The city had just condemned it. So all the tenants had just moved out probably four months prior to that. Hmm. So, but it was, it was full end to end of just trash from its, you know, from all of the different businesses, uh, you know, mattresses and, and things that just, you know, come into decay. Hmm. Uh, so it took... I think we moved 20, 20 dumpsters of of material, yeah, <laughs> of, of material out of there from from the. Wow. There's actually a basement that was full as well, so it just had a lot of uh, a lot of trash in it.
0: So. so, it's a basement and it's a two story building. Correct, correct. Okay. Yep. And you said about twenty five units, hotel units, right?
1: That's correct. Yeah.
0: Wow, it's pretty big.
1: It's a pretty big building. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, we've opened it up to try to uh, get as much space as we can and uh, clean it up, and so yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Cool. Um, so we can see the renovations are underway. What are some of the challenges in renovating this building and how far along have you come?
1: Sure. I think we're about 60%, 70% done. Uh, the biggest challenges again, once we got it cleaned up, uh, has been just, just figuring out where, where we're going to put, you know, where we want tenants entrance and exits. Um, it did it had wall unit acs so you know closing up some of the holes and uh, figuring out where we're, how we're gonna uh, you know uh put air conditioning back in uh plumbing electrical it has bathrooms it has you know water fixtures which is we're fortunate um but just figuring out where everything is going to go because we can have small spaces we can have large spaces so as we continue the development process and talking to potential tenants We'll get to finalize where we're going to put everything. But, uh, you know, that's been challenging because we don't know exactly what tenants we'll have in there yet. So once we figure that out, we'll be able to finalize where we'll put things. Cool.
0: There's a Facebook page um, titled The Little Hotel Building. Is um, Can community members follow the project there?
1: Yes, they can. Yeah, we haven't updated it recently, but we will uh, uh, get back on that page and start putting some updates. We had a lot of delays right when I acquired it you know, the pandemic hit and, uh, you know, get, getting materials was a huge challenge. Getting contractors was, was challenging as well. Uh, laborers, you know, folks to get down here and, and help us work on it um, has been challenging just because of, of the pandemic. Folks getting sick or, you know, the businesses that we had hired to come doing it, um, not being able to get materials. So it has been, it's been pretty challenging, but we've got past, I think, the roughest part of that. And so we're ready to get back you know, full bloom. It's, it's back, uh, another contractor working today, as we speak, they've been hitting it pretty hard with this next phase, which is, you know, the exterior, the awning, the windows, et cetera.
0: Yeah. The pandemic kind of stalled a lot of projects everywhere. It did. It did. Um, but I have definitely noticed that there's been a lot of more movement and you can kind of see little by little something changing every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty neat. Um, so it's called the little hotel building on Facebook and I see a sign that says by Motel or Hotel, I don't know. Correct. Remember. But what what are y'all gonna call it?
1: Um, I think we're gonna keep it the little hotel building. Uh, the research that we did, that's actually what the original name was. I believe it was a family by last name of Little, and oh, it was okay. a hotel, so it was uh, the little hotel. Uh, so we kind of gone back to what its original roots were, and just to keep that name, you know, for for history's sake.
0: That's pretty neat.
1: Yeah, that was the original name was of the hotel.
0: Um. How do you think it will benefit the community of Pearsall and sure. beyond?
1: I think um, by bringing the right mix of tenants in, you know, looking for community focused tenants, um, you know, we're looking for civic minded businesses. I mean, a business is a business, but we, we'd like to find folks that you know, offer things for the family. Uh, or, you know, the owners are are, are civic minded and wanna help us keep the area clean. Um, But just bringing uh, maybe types of businesses that increase foot traffic for the whole block, for the whole downtown. Um, That's particularly what we're looking for is businesses that will help improve foot traffic to the area because that'll benefit every restaurant in town, Uh, it'll benefit the retail stores that are there, there's some boutiques down the street. So our goal is to, you know, help that energy, that, that synergism by bringing in that the right mix of tenants, trying to.
0: When I think about, um, that building and the project you're working on, I think of, um, the Magnolia in, what is it called in Waco? Uh you know Chip and Joanna Gaines and how they renovated all kinds of things and now they've got the whole market area and like it's pretty neat that's what I think of (laughs) you know for some reason um uh,
1: we're going for the uh, you know similar concept probably a smaller scale but similar concept I mean those folks uh, the Gaines are very civic-minded very community focused and Mm -hmm. um yeah I mean that that model works well and it's great for the communities
0: yeah Yeah, that's an awesome thing Mm -hmm. it's it's refreshing and it's it's exciting I know that there's a lot of people that I know have asked, and you know, who's, who's doing this? What What is it? What's it going to be? When is it going to be done? Yeah. Um, so when can the community expect it, the project to be finalized? Sure. If, we're,
1: if we don't have any more delays, it looks like uh, probably by uh, October, we should be able to have uh, tenants ready to go. Um, we had, for example, our latest delay, the win- uh, windows, we needed 47 windows. I called my window supplier from from other projects, and they were about three months out. So, I drove to every Lowe's in San Antonio, and I you know I, I bought them. Found the Some had us. two, some had six, so I was able to run them up. Uh, but barring any uh, no delays, uh, we should be we should be open by October.
0: Wow! Yeah, so that's I, exciting.
1: Yeah, we're um, looking forward to it.
0: I I actually saw one day no windows, the next day some windows. So <laughs> I've been paying attention. Yeah, I travel yeah. that downtown all the time. I just go through.
1: So I think that's I hit three new. lows that, and that's all I could put together. But <laughs> <laughs> the contractor was there. Uh, uh, Mr. Lopez was there putting them in as soon as I got them. So, yeah. <laughs> cool.
0: Um, so you explained how you made it to Pearsall. Um, but you could have invested in, in any other city or town. Why Pearsall?
1: Pearsall is a, is a great little town. Uh, my fiance, you know, even as early as when we were dating, would tell me how, you know, how awesome it was. She's really proud of this town and how community focused it was. And as I started coming down here and, and started meeting family and meeting people, I, I realized it really is. Um, I, I have some projects going Canyon Lake. I'm building five homes in Canyon Lake. Lakefront, love it, it's great. But those are buy and sell. Uh, this project here, it really, it really means a lot. I mean. Uh, you know it's a legacy not not for us but you know, I'm hoping for Pearsall. I'm hoping that you know fifty years hundred years from now they'll look back and say you know this is this is Pearsall. Uh but it's just such a community civic minded place every town has its problems uh, every community has its problems but uh, Pearsall is just a wonderful lovely place uh, again I, I, I meet people that love the city and, and want to do more for it and so I know I'll have a. I'll know we'll have a good, good backup and good help uh, as we move forward. Um, and I know people will support local businesses. So yes, it's it's a business endeavor, and I need to be successful. But I know with, with this community, um, just because we're we're the same. I mean, family is very important to me. Um, San Antonio is my community for live and work and for my family. But this is now where I live, and and even if we go back and forth you know, Pearsall always have a place in my heart. My son, my youngest son was born here we brought him home from the hospital here to Pearsall and a family came and friends came and it was just, just amazing. I really, I really fell in love with it.
0: That's awesome. Um, it's always great to hear um, how people are attracted to Pearsall because um, everyone finds something. It's such a small town, but there's something, you know, for everyone. Uh, but there's also a lot of potential for growth, you know. So this story was something I was really excited to hear from uh, from you and, and very happy for Sylvia and you. you thank know, you, this, thank you. This is great. Um, and wow, super excited.
1: Yes, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um,
0: so in closing, as the community patiently waits for the project to be finished, what words or thoughts can you leave us with to look forward to the future?
1: It's a it's a group effort. Um, we're doing our part, you know, financially, out there working as well. But it really is, you know, as an old you know old saying. I hate using cliches, but it really does take a village. It takes a village to raise children. It takes a village to keep the village going. Um, so I just hope everybody uh, continues to be as thoughtful and caring. You know, there's a lot of civic-minded folks in this town, from church leaders to business leaders. And, and I hope they continue to come out and support the community, uh, not only our businesses, but uh, donating to the community, buying in the community. We try to buy every time we can, every chance we get. We eat here, we shop here, keep, we keep our dollars here, and that's what will keep it going. Uh, mentoring uh, you know, some local business folks, We'd love to see them mentoring you know, some, of these, some of the high school kids. Uh, so things like that that's what will keep this community vibrant and strong and growing it does have a lot of strengths there's a lot of industries here um, they seem to be uh, coming out more and more uh, from solar to uh, agriculture to you know the oil industry but it has a diverse enough economy that it it should do well from here and beyond but we have to focus on the kids education um, uh, right now working on the buildings some of the kids from the high school they're helping and so um Things like that, helping the community grow, helping the, you know, the educational system, mentoring the high school kids. That's what will keep Purcell growing because they'll come back one day. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, um, that's one of my favorite things about this show and our hope for this show is to highlight people uh, with ideas. But also, you know, you keep mentioning there's a, that there's a lot of civic minded people in this town. And that's our intent—to to seek them out, to find them, to bring them on the show, to talk about you know their thoughts, their ideas, to share some positivity about Pearson and the community. Um, so, thank you so much for being here today. My uh, pleasure. We are looking forward to all of your projects.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we wish you well, <laughs>
0: um, you and Sylvia, thank and um, hope to hear from you soon. Maybe we can bring you on again whenever everything's finalized. We can go in there and record something. And
1: Love to you. be back. Love to be back.
0: Okay. All right, thank you so much. Thank you, appreciate it.